0: on this computer fantastic okay so welcome everyone these are my early valentine's day flowers from my irishman yesterday it was very good timing that he um got them so that we had them for the the live event um okay so welcome so this is the live event for the february 2022 2023 group of naturally healthy club um, and I want to start this with one of my favorite thoughts of all time and just this idea that we will get ex- or I will get exactly what I need exactly when I need it and I don't need to know how that's true. So just take in a breath and let those words sink in Just to, and just imagine just just imagine that feeling true in your heart that, that like because we're going to be covering a lot today so no need to stress and <clears throat> just know that like you're going to get like what you're going to absorb what you need right now to make progress right now and that so don't worry about taking it all in or remembering everything or whatever like just just trust in that process that you're going to get what you need um and as always I like to keep these sessions as interactive as possible so if you have if, as I'm talking um yes okay Margaret's going to stay for the first hour awesome um, yes as we yeah as i'm as i'm talking just type in the chat if questions come up or if you want to unmute yourself and just or put your hand up and shout out let me know like that's that's cool too um because i'd like to address things as we go so don't worry about interrupting me just if like let's let's um keep it as interactive as possible um and it's great that um for those of you that can just stay for the first hour like this first hour i stacked it so like this is the first that you need right now to get started so perfect um yes so really like we're we're going to be covering a lot today but there's two key pillars that we're going to be learning and first because when we're changing anything there's two aspects that we need to to change first is our habits so we're going to be talking about um our habits in this first hour and our process and then the second pillar to change is changing our mindset. So in the second hour, so the, how are going to run this? The first hour is going to be like the theme for the first hour is I trust the process. And so we're going to be I'm going to talk to you about habit change and um, which I am really dialing in on this time and making it as simple as possible. And then we're also going to I'm also going to be sharing with you the naturally healthy Club process that we're going to be following. Um, Oh, Marissa said the nicest things. Thank you, Marissa. Um, And then in the second hour, um, we're going to, the theme for the second hour is my thoughts create my results. So in that hour, we're going to be, I'm going to be talking to you about mindset stuff. So we're going to do some, you're going to learn about self-coaching and you're also going to learn about Um, We're going to create a belief plan. We're going to do some exercises together. We're going to uncover some obstacle thoughts. So it's going to be all about the kind of mindset piece. And in the third hour, the theme for that hour is I focus on one meal at a time. And so in that hour, we're going to be doing a few different different things. So we're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about emotional eating, just a kind of top level intro to that. Um, And then we're also going to talk about common mistakes. So that is the plan for today um and well what what we'll do is i'll aim to like give us a um you know five to ten minute break between each hourly session so that um you know if you need to go the lure or anything we're not going to make you sit here for for three whole hours um yes and also and the other thing is um, i'm going to um i'll i'll stop the recording and actually shut down the zoom at the end of each hour just so i can break the recording into three chunks Um, so we'll you'll need to use the zoom link but it's the same zoom link to get back in at the beginning of the next hour okay Um, okay so our first um yeah first thing we're going to be talking about so in this first hour the plan for the first hour is first I'm going to talk to you about habits so why habits are important and then we're going to talk about how to form new habits and then we're going to talk about our three-part naturally healthy club process and that's I'm going to talk about like what the process involves like why the process works that why we have this process that I've evolved over the last um, so you guys this is like you know coming into the we've done two i've done over two years of naturally healthy clubs so we've got a lot of evidence that the process works um and then we're going to go do a deep dive into our process and all the ins and outs of it and um we're going to talk about how to get started and we're going to actually and the, to wrap it up we're going to actually create some recipes for our new habits that we're going to be forming so it might seem like a lot but i'm going to give we're going to ha- end it with some really simple doable actionable habits that you're going to start putting into place from today so that sound good to everyone how are we feeling need to check in yeah Marisa's thumbs up right yeah great yes yeah, so if you can turn your camera on great um, if you can't, that's cool too, but yeah, that's always nice to see some, see some faces so that I'm not just feeling like I'm talking into the boy There's Vicky. Yay. Um, okay. So habits. So why are habits so important? Like, why do we care about habits? And there's a couple of two, two main reasons. First is that habits provide evidence for your subconscious of like the, the habits are the, your habits are the actions, like they're the evidence of your self-concept. So they're how your self-concept manifests in the world. And so if you want to change your self-concept, if you want to change how you see yourself by changing your habits, that um, that is the, the way, that is a, a hack to start changing how you see yourself. So if you see yourself as um, an act, if you see yourself as a sedentary person, but you want to start seeing yourself as an active person, getting into the habit of doing some activity is going to be evidence of your brain that oh hang on we are we're an active person <laughs> um so and it really is changing our self-concept is really this key to sustainable change and so that's that's the first reason and then the second reason is that when we have habits like they're behaviors that just they kind of happen automatically so it makes healthy behaviors habits make our healthy behaviors um automatic or they make any habits, make any behavior automa- automatic. So if they're you know, unhealthy habits as well, but, and the cool thing with when things are automatic is that they just like, they just happen on autopilot and we're not having to make a conscious decision every day every time to do these things and so it just they fit into our lives and it just makes it so much easier and the other cool thing is that when you've got some really when you've got good strong habits it actually feels weird and built feels bad to skip them and to not do them and so you just get it becomes the like when you have good habits in place you want to naturally want to do them so that's like pretty compelling reasons i'm so such a big proponent of habits and the thing is that we have habits regardless as humans like habits are a big part of us but what we want to do in the naturally healthy club is actually be intentional about our habits and curate our habits and you know cultivate habits that are going to help us get where we want to go and learn to untangle and let go of the habits that are that are holding us back and that aren't very helpful so how do we form new habits so the first most important part of any habit Formation is keeping it easy because the easier something is to do, the more likely you'll do it. So there's a really great book. If you want to go deeper on habits, um, there's a really great book called Tiny Habits by a Stanford researcher called BJ Fogg, F-O-D-G. And he um he like so he's you know studies he's a um studies behavior change. And yes, he has really discovered that and it, it makes sense. Hey, like, the stuff, you know it yourself, like as a human, like if something's hard to do, we're way more less likely to do it. Whereas if something's easy to do, of course, we're more likely to do it. And so in BJ Fogg, like, for example, to give you a concrete example, when he went, he went like for years, he wanted to form the habit of flossing his teeth. Every time we'd go to the dentist, they'd be like, oh, you should be flossing. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I know. And then he'd try and he wouldn't form the habit. And then, so he was like, okay, how can I make this as easy as possible? And what he decided to do was that he only had to floss one tooth. And then, so that, that was like his minimum requirement habit. And so when he set the habit up in that way, it's like, I only have to do one. That enabled him to become someone who flosses his teeth and, um, and of course, like there will be days where he would floss his, all his teeth, but he just kept that as his minimum habit. And that was enough to make it easy enough for him to actually do it. And there's a big difference between doing a habit, like flossing one tooth means that you're someone who flosses their teeth, whereas not flossing means no, nothing, so it means that you're not a flosser. So keeping it easy is really key. Um, and so, well, and I'm going to help you with our naturally healthy habits to do that. Like I've broken it down into that, that like what is the equivalent of just flossing one tooth? Um, and the other thing with um, keeping it easy is we want to have, have a really super easy version so that we can have that consistency. Because with habits, like keeping the habit alive, particularly in the early stages, is a really key um, key part to, to making habits stick because um, if we make it so small that we can do it and we do it every day then it then the more we do a habit the more it becomes automatic so it's like you know the more we use it the more we it it gets imprinted into our subconscious so consistency is keeping habits alive so that's the first figure forming new habits is that we want to make it easy and I've got I'm going to do that with you um, and how and then the next thing with um, habits and this is what BJ Fogg re- recommends is to actually create a recipe which of course we all love food we're all done with the recipe idea and basically the idea of having a habit recipe is when it's just a way of like you actually deciding when and where you're going to do this new habit and what it's going to look like um so and the the cool thing with like having recipes is that you get really granular like be ultra specific because the more specific you can be about when and where and what you're actually going to do in your new habit the more likely it is that you will do it so we're going to keep it easy and then we're going to create this ultra specific habit recipe and at the before we um, wrap up for this first hour i'm going to get do an exercise and we'll actually create your habit recipes together for three new habits that we're going to form um, but the like the general theme the general thing for how our habit um re- what how habit recipe works is you like you write down like when i whatever whatever like at a specific time um then i will so for the bj Fogg's flossing habit he his was you know when i put my toothbrush back in the um in the charger i will i will pull off one piece of um floss, i'll put, pull off a piece of floss and plus one tooth um, so it's like getting really specific on exactly when so I'll walk you through, we'll actually do some um, an exercise on that. And then the third part of forming new habits is celebrating, because um, we change best when we feel good. And so what I mean by celebrating, it's just noticing and giving yourself like positive reinforcement. First of all, when you when you remember to do your new habit. And also when you do the habit. So just even when you're flotting one tooth, even when you're doing the minimum requirement, the more positive reinforcement you can give yourself, the more you like celebrate that you're doing the habit and that giving yourself that credit, the better you feel, like you feel that sense of accomplishment. It actually releases dopamine in your brain and it gives you that momentum to keep going. And so by... Celebrating, you're actually wiring into your brain that because that, you're releasing do- when you celebrate, you release dopamine, which is our neurotransmitter, which makes us feel good, um, and that's our reward system. So our brain is always looking for ways to get more dopamine, and so by celebrating, that's telling us that this habit is giving us dopamine. So this is something that we want to keep doing. So it's wires in that habit. Um, yeah. So that's the the basics of how to form new habits. Does anyone have any questions on that so far? How's everyone
1: feeling? I'm going to gallery. You're feeling feeling okay? I right.
2: like this for perfectionist tendencies.
1: Yes,
0: yes, yes, Marissa, yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the core things of being naturally healthy is that we don't have to do this perfectly to get results for sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's it's really, really powerful. Um, cool but did anyone have any questions there is anyone feeling a bit unsure about habits or like no jules i don't really want to do habits this sounds ridiculous no or everyone's on board with the habit idea amazing okay nodding got some thumbs up great okay so let's move so we're going to come back to habits before we wrap up this hour thanks samantha typing in the chat yes it's good to get feedback (laughs) um and yeah if if you if you are struggling if something doesn't feel right just shout like i'm happy to like coach and work through through stuff. So don't feel like it has to be all yeses and all po- rainbows and daisies. Um, okay, so that's that's an introduction to our habits. Um, and let's just, oh yeah, and someone's just turned on closed captioning. So if you want that, that is available if you, if you want to see some subtitles. Um, okay, so now let's talk about our three-part process. And the reason why we have a process is because like, thinking about it like changing your relationship with food it's a pretty like there's so many aspects to it right and so in order to navigate that having a process to follow is really um, huge in terms of like making it doable and make setting you up for success and what we want to do is, it, and the other thing is that, like, when you're changing anything, we don't have the evidence yet that we can change. And so, by having a process to follow, you can just trust that trust the the process works, rather than having to trust that you can change, and like putting your trust in the process. While you're building that belief in yourself, and just a reminder, like I mentioned this in the call, this our first call this week. But you're here because I know I can help you, and you belong here. And also, like you have this process to follow, so it's like you know you're in the right place, and it's just a matter of starting with this process and um, and adapting this process to suit your exact habits and situation and needs, and. So, like, I want you to think of that the process as a framework to get started that you're going to experiment with to find the exact, um, the exact, like, the exact um, components that are going to work for you. Because, so we have this framework, but there's different ways that you can approach it. And so it's not like I want, and I want you to start to see this as your process like your the, the the next six months are um i really like we're on a on a on a mission to uncover like ooh, what's what's my exact process and so i want don't want you to think of it as this is jules's process or this is naturally healthy god process i want you to take ownership of like okay this is going to be um, this is me figuring out what my process is and i'm taking this as my starting place okay so they uh, in a higher level there's three parts to our process so the um and for those of you that are returning i've changed the to <laughs> change the acronym a bit um it's i think every time i do a group i, I change it slightly so um <clears> this <throat> the, 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 the the way we remember our process is three parts is lit l-i-t and so l is for listen to your tummy i is for making intentional choices and t is for tracking progress and so we're going to go deep into each of those but First, I wanted to just talk about like why, why this process works. And there's a whole heap of reasons. So, but so first is that like, we're working on you as a whole person, rather than a lot of like food diet stuff. It's all around you know the, the, the food, but this process works because we're looking at your habits. We're looking at your mindsets. We're looking at your, like all the aspects of you as a person and your relationship with yourself and everything. Um, The other reason it works is because what I'm asking you to do is basically it sums up. It can be summed up. It's like, we're just trying to eat. We're just eating like a normal person. So it works anywhere. You can do it. If you're traveling, you can do it. Like when you're listening to your body, it doesn't matter where you're going. You don't have to weigh or count anything like it fits in with normal life. Um, And also like the other reason why this process works is because we're not restricting or dieting or counting anything and we're not trying to eat less and um if you look at the research and there's a really great book called foodist which i put in the um bonus resources by my friend daria rose and she actually looked at um you know all the the research on dieting when she was trying to figure out this out for herself and she found that the biggest predictor of weight gain is whether someone's diets or not and so by not trying to be eating less by giving our body listening to our bodies and listening to our tummy and giving our bodies what i need we need then we're not in that restrictive mindset and um and so we're not going to be like when we're avoiding that 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 weight gain situation another reason why this works is because there's a psychological component to hunger and um this is like something that you probably aren't aware of. It's not very well, well documented, but when we, um, there's actually, there was a, a, in the bonus resources, there's an article written by a psychologist and he actually had this theory that, that there's a psychological component to hunger. And so he, um, and he wanted to lose 50 pounds. And so he actually, like did an experiment on himself where he just ate his all he did was he um rather than snacking throughout the day and grazing he decided he was just going to eat proper meals he did change his um like the what he was eating slightly so he like he went like moderately low carb so he was wasn't having like toast for breakfast pasta for lunch and um you know a sandwich for dinner he was like eating regular food but he the the biggest change he went was from snacking at his desk to actually just eating at mealtimes and listening to his body like making sure that he felt satisfied at his meals and over eight months he was able to lose that 50 pounds just from making those two changes because when you when you eat proper meals and you listen to your body and you're not trying to restrict and um and eat less like when you're trying to give when you give your body what it needs that turns off the psychological component like that psychological hunger so you're not driven to um keep you know to overeat later because you're giving your body what it needs another reason reason why this works is because we're going to focus on the pleasure uh, which is one of my favorite things like food is like yes to be there to be celebrated Um, and another, like which is just fun in itself, but also that's another way that we let our bodies feel satisfied. Like when we really let ourselves experience the pleasure of food, then you'll find it's kind of counterintuitive. Rather than wanting to eat, keep eating and eating and eating, we're actually able to find that satisfaction point. Um, another reason this works is because we're making intentional choices, and <clears throat> what I mean by that, what, what and what that means is that rather than like just living. In the moment and making decisions in the moment when you like step back and make choices like decide ahead about what your treats going to be and what you're going to eat you actually use a different part of your brain so we have this um, prefrontal cortex which is the most evolved part of our brain and the cool thing is like so when you're planning ahead you have to use a prefrontal cortex and it is the part of your brain that, that, that can plan for the future and it can also weigh up future consequences whereas if you're just making your choices about what to eat in the moment you're using a different part of your brain like the amygdala which is like your emotional brain and it doesn't all it cares about is pleasure now avoiding pain and so it doesn't know about it, can't, it doesn't even understand about the future and so it doesn't know about future consequences so <clears throat> by by being intentional, making intentional choices, we use this more um, evolved part of our brain so that we're making choices that are good for us in the moment, but also good for us in the, um, the long term as well. Um, so that's a huge component to why this works. Um, Another reason why this process works is that we're tracking our progress and um, by weighing ourselves every day. So which means that we learn what works and what doesn't work. And we also have that, that feedback built in. And the other cool part about this, which we'll go into more detail is that that helps tracking helps us, um, you know, separate our self-worth from, from our weight. Like it helps us add that distance in between. So we're not so obsessed about it, but I'll talk more about that later. Um, Okay. And yeah, so there's so many reasons why um, why why this process works. So um, let's now like dive in and look um, deeper at each part. So L for listening to your tummy, or listening to your body. So this is a master skill that I want everyone to leave with. But the funny, like the crazy thing is that many people like I've worked with have achieved their goal without really like 100% dialing in the listening to their body piece. So. Just by, like, you can actually m- lose a lot of weight and really change your relationship with food just by making intentional choices. However, this um, listening to your body is, like, kind of takes it to the, the next level. Um, so, and the, um, and then, it, like, it's I want you to just think about it. Just keep an open mind. Like, if you feel like I've never been able to do that, I've tried intuitive eating, like, I get that. Like, um, t- but I just want you for now just to keep an open mind that it's possible that you could learn this skill like it and that and just seeing it is just a skill that you can learn and we're going to go deeper into this habit and um into this this part of the process in april so um but for now we just want to start believing that it's possible for you to learn so that's uh, the, the l part and we are going to start a tiny habit that's going to help us with that now but just know that we're going to be doing a lot more work on that in april um so why we want to listen to our 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 bodies basically it stops that psychological hunger when we're giving our bodies what they need then we're not um stoking that that psychological hunger um it also like just um it also like help helps you learn to like give your body what it needs. And the one thing that I've learned over like all this time of listening to my body is that like our appetites are quite variable from day to day, depending on what's going on. Um, and it's, um, yeah. So it like this skill of listening to your body means that you like, you don't have to micromanage and you're like, and you can stop using your brain to decide how much to eat and you just let your body guide because our bodies have this internal, like this wisdom. They know
1: what, what's right for them. Um, yeah. Um, yes. So that's that's why we want to
0: listen to our body. And in terms of how we're going to do this, there's four, actually four tiny habits that we're going to cultivate over the next six months. The first one is going to be putting our cutlery down between bites and this is the first habit that we're going to learn and um, the reason for that is just because it helps us slow down and enjoy the food more then we're going to um, then the next habit we're going to look on build is to like um, maximize pleasure so that's um, and what I mean by that is like eating without like I'd like to think of it as maximizing pleasure rather than eating without without distractions. Um, But that's like, you know, when you're eating like sitting down and focusing on the food and not multitasking and not having your phone or reading something else, like enjoying the food. Um, So that's a second habit. And a lot of people like get freaked out about that habit in the beginning, but then they end up, it's being, it's one of their favorite things that they learn in the naturally healthy club. Um, The fourth, the third habit we're going to learn for listening to our Tummies is actually getting getting into the habit of physically checking in and feeling our tummies like feeling how they how they feel and then the fourth one is like leaving at least one bite on our plate Um, so that sounds like a lot and so just just know that this is like for future and you're not going to have to do them all at once and we're just going to be focusing on that cutlery down first so does anyone have any questions or thoughts about listening to your body any concerns about that? Any worries?
2: Just a quick thing, just because you were saying this, I was sort of doing it this week and you learn things about yourself. Like I never thought I'd be someone who feels like I'm wasting food if I don't eat everything on my plate. Like if you asked me if that was a belief, I'd be like, no, I don't have that, but I do a little bit. Yeah. So it's kind of awareness will open up. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Marisa. And just like keeping that curiosity of like, oh, I wonder what else I'm going to uncover here. <laughs> um yes. Yeah. And Marie asked, is it possible to take a smaller portion rather than leaving food on the plate? Absolutely, Marie. And this is part of you figuring out your naturally healthy process. So for some people that works better is that they take less food, but then they give themselves the option to go back if they want. Um, And that's usually what I do is because I usually serve food in the middle of the table. So like, it's like I serve myself out some and then I go back. So yeah, awesome question, question, Marie. Okay. So I'm just mindful of time. So let's keep going. So that's first L, so remember our process is three things, L-I-T, so listening to our body, listening to our tummies. Next one is making, I for making intentional choices. And um, why we want to make intentional choices is just this that I spoke about before is because when we're intentional with our choices, we're using like a better part of our brain. And so we're making choices that are good for the now, like that we get to enjoy, but also that are good for the the future as well so we're finding that balance um and so how we make intentional choices there's um oh how many we got four four habits there yeah so there's i've broken it down into four tiny habits again for intentional choices and first is our, um is the habit we're going to build is the habit of having a, what i call a daily practice and there's going to be a minimum version of it and a more um in more in-depth version of it but what our daily and i'll go into more detail about what our daily practice is in a second and why we have that but that's the first habit we're going to build and we're actually going to be doing a challenge on that this month the second um, habit we want to build in terms of making intentional choices is just eating like having a regular meal schedule where we're eating what I call proper meals and intentional snacks. So we want to move away from grazing where you're like just foraging and grabbing bits here and there to actually having um, like what, and you get to decide what that looks like, whether it's you're having breakfast, a snack, lunch, a snack, dinner, or if you're having uh, for me, I just have lunch, a snack and dinner, or, but it's up to you to decide what, what your, um your meal pl- your proper meals are going to be, but we want to, um yeah, have that habit rather than, randomly grazing Um, so there's daily practice proper meals the next one is in terms of being intentional is learning to coach ourselves in the moment and so we're going to that's coming into the mindset piece and we're going to talk more about that in um the next hour and then the the fourth tiny habit is in terms of making intentional choices is learning how to make intentional choices in the moment and with that what we all we want to do is just because there's, of course, like we can decide, we can plan things ahead, but there's always, you know, opportunities that come up. You know, if someone invites you out to do, a, like, unexpectedly, you're to go out for a drink now, like. Um. So when opportunity, or you, someone, someone's birthday at work, and there's cake, you know, when and when those opportunities arise, what we want to do is get into the habit of making those intentional choices in the moment, and we just ask ourselves a question about, you know, will I be happy with this choice? when I'm weighing myself tomorrow and if you check in with your future self and your future self's like yeah yeah if we go out for lots glass of champagne now that'll be fine then you can do that but we want to have that little check-in so that you're able to make intentional choices in the moment so that's our four habits that we're going to be cultivating over the six months with making intentional choices but the key one is going to be this five minute um exercise that, that i call a daily practice and why we want to do a, have a daily practice so yeah don't worry about the the other parts yet um we're going to start this daily practice habit now and so i'm just going to go into a bit more detail of what exactly the daily habit practice is um and basically it's why we want to do this is it's a way to be intentional about our food choices but also intentional about our um our our thoughts and our beliefs so we're actually covering off the mindset piece and the um and the the food piece with this habit and um it's an opportunity for so so many things um and so what the daily practice looks like is we have two two versions. One is going to be our minimum version, which remember from our habits work that in order to form a new habit, we want to make it as easy as possible. And so that the minimum version for your daily practice is to just write. Um, the, I guess the ultra minimum version would be to just get your notebook out if you're doing it in an in an if doing the exercise in a notebook, or get a piece of paper out or um, there's also an app that I, I use for, for mine. So maybe the ultra minimum version would be just to open up the app or open up your notebook. Um, and then the, the next minimum version would be um, just to write one sentence. And that sentence is, I am naturally healthy or I'm becoming naturally healthy. And the other part to it is, so two parts to it. One, writing that sentence if I am naturally healthy or I'm becoming naturally healthy. So if it if I am naturally healthy feels like unbelievable to you then writing on becoming naturally healthy and then the the second part to it is to just think through your day and just decide when you're doing a your daily practice on one treat that you're going to have that day whether it's i'm gonna have pizza chocolate i'm gonna have a glass of wine with lunch i'm gonna have ice cream for dessert tonight like whatever it is thinking through your day and just deciding on one treat to have um and so with your um with your with this daily practice you can do it in your head but i strongly encourage you to actually write it down um, because when you write things down like you're 60 percent more likely to actually implement them and it it just it cements it in your brain and gets it out of your head Um, so it can be you know it can just be a note on your phone it can be a physical notebook it can be just you can just do it every day and it doesn't have to be it could be on a post-it it could be on on a scrap of paper um, or you can use the app. Um, So the app that I use is called the 5-Minute Journal.
1: So I'll just paste that in the chat. Uh, 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 Zoom back, here we go. Um, And they have like an Android version and uh, um, yeah, the 5-Minute Journal app. So um, they have an
0: Android version and an iOS version. so exercise now is I want you to just decide like what format do you want to use for your daily practice? Do you want to be a notebook person? Do you want to be random scraps of paper person? Or do you want to try this, try the
1: app? So just type in the chat and let me know what you're thinking, what's going to work for you. Come on. Come on. Master. Someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marissa's going to use the, the app. Um, Mandy's gonna put
0: in her daily planning job. Yeah, so if you already have some sort of daily, you know, thing that you do, that's a, a really good idea. Um, like adding it into an existing habit is always good rather better than having to start a completely new habit. Okay, Carol's gonna try the apps, samantha's check out the app, but tend to use pen and paper. And actually the other option is that you can have both. So um yeah like that's um that that is that that is a, a you can you know, you can have the app and then on some days you might maybe on weekends you might want to use if you're not if you don't normally do your journaling on the weekends like you might want to just use the app to do it quickly um yeah awesome great good Tammy's gonna use up um Marisa's might both. yeah yeah and actually yeah just she did us an experiment so of, of what you're going to do um okay and so that's our minimum version is that so what you're going to be doing is writing down one sentence i'm i'm naturally healthy or i'm becoming naturally healthy and deciding on one treat for the day and writing it down and then the expanded version um so this is really up to you to make it what you want like there's no right or wrong here um but there's three components that i would recommend so first is like writing down um some beliefs or affirmations or goals and in the five minute journal they they have a section for affirmations. And so um within the next hour we're going to be coming up with a belief plan. so we'll we'll just park that idea there, and just know just put a mental tag of like, hey, okay, we're gonna um, what that that's going to look like from you. We're going to do an exercise in the next hour. the um the second component, of the expanded version is to rather than just be planning one treat actually planning for planning what you're going to eat for the day and it's um up to you to like to decide how much detail you go into that it might be that you're just going to think through your day and go oh i'm going to have you know today we're going to be i'm going to be going out for breakfast i'm going to have breakfast out i'm going to have lunch um at my desk i'm going to have dinner at home you know and just decide in, in that way, or you can actually go, Oh, I'm going to have poached eggs for breakfast. I'm going to have, um, you know, salmon sandwich for lunch. I'm going to have pasta for dinner, like, or pizza for dinner. Like it's up to you to, and some days you might do more detail and some days less, but you you want to make it easy on yourself. Um, But yeah, just thinking it's the point of the exercise is just to get you to think through your day of how do you want your day to go and then the third part to it is to actually anticipate obstacles. So, again, when, after you've, like, thought through your de- plan for the day, just think through, okay, what could derail this plan? Like, and imagine, like, what obstacles com- could come up. And, um, you know, so maybe if you're, like, planning to cook some salmon for dinner, like, maybe you're like, oh, but I'm going to have a really long day, so um, I'm going to be feeling tired at the end of the day, I might not feel like cooking. And then so you can, like, just imagine navigating the obstacles during that that um and that gives you an opportunity when your brain's fresh to go oh actually you know maybe i'd be better off or maybe you can maybe i'd be better off to grab a takeaway chicken and like have chicken and salad for dinner or maybe i'd be better off to do something else like or maybe you'd be like okay i am going to feel tired but i'm going to remind myself that i'll feel better when i have the salmon and i'm going to get myself to cook the salmon anyway so just having that, that time to check in and, and um, anticipate obstacles is really, really powerful. Um, so that's the, the three par- parts to the expanded version of our daily practice. But then when we're starting this week, I want you to start with the minimum version of I'm becoming naturally healthy and deciding on one treat for the day. Um, so I'll just paste that in the chat. Of, this is a minimum version. And that's what we're going to be starting with. Knowing that, um, yeah,
2: most amount of the treat, like how do we talk about that in our daily practice?
0: Yeah, excellent, (laughs) excellent. So, you want to be specific. So, if you're like, okay, I'm gonna have if you're thinking, like, if I'm having a glass of wine, it's like, am I having one glass of wine? Am I having a whole bottle of wine? Am I (laughs) if I'm having chocolate? Am I having like you know, two squares? Am I having like the whole bar like whatever it is and you want to like have some boundaries around how much because um particularly with treats and sugar when we're in the moment if you're waiting until the moment to decide how much you're going to have um you're always going to want more (laughs) so you know so you want to be yeah you do want to be specific with the amounts for treats but don't worry about if you're like you know don't have to be specific i'm going to have like 50 grams of or you know Five ounces of salmon, if you are like, for the stuff that doesn't okay. doesn't feel indulgent to you. So if it's something that you're like, oh, I don't normally have this, you know, uh, or if it feels like, yeah, I might, I might, you you'll know what to to do. Yeah, okay. but being specific, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm having two cookies rather than I'm just going to have cookies. So. Yeah. And then the trick is like in the moment, of course, when you do want more learning this skill of coaching yourself, which we're going to go into
1: a little bit more in the next hour. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Samantha said so the expanded is a minimum plus the expanded steps. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Samantha. And
0: so we, I just wanted to tell you what the expanded version was, so you can see how it's going to evolve. But for now, let's just focus on getting building this habit and doing the minimum version of writing one sentence and deciding on one tree. Okay. Um, and if you just for those of you that are going to use the app, the format that it gives you is it asks, it gets you to write gratitudes, like three things you're grateful for, and then so you can do that if you want, or you can skip it. Um, then it gets you to it prompts you with the question of how am I going to make t- today great so in that section I put that's where I put in my plan that's where I would put in my plan one treat and then it's the third part is um um uh the um is the affirmation so like that's where you would write in your one sentence of, I am naturally healthy um so Vicky said
1: every day we should write down I I'm becoming naturally healthy. Yes, yes, Vicki. Excellent. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great question. So um I'm not sure who this is, but she said, I'm not a big wine juice
0: drinker. So when I have one, I don't see it as a treat. Of course, yeah. Like it it, it really when I say treat, it has to feel like a treat for you. Like so. Um, that's the, that's the key. And for some, one person's treat, like, is not someone else's treat. Um, and she said like, today I'm going to a kite festival and I'd like to buy something there as a treat. Is that okay? Not to be specific as I don't know what they'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, but just you want to think in your mind, okay, I'm going to be going to the kite festival and I'm going to have whatever looks great to me. I'm going to choose, choose something there in the moment. And that's totally fine. Or I'm going to go to my favorite bakery and just choose whatever pastry looks amazing. Like that's perfect. Like, Totally. Yeah. And, but the thing is that you've thought that through so that in the morning, you're not tempted to have like, you know, a croissant because you're like, okay, I'm going to have this treat tonight at the, this afternoon at the kite festival. And also then, you know, maybe after dinner, it's like, okay, well I have my treat at the kite festival, so I don't need dessert as well. So it's just, of course. And also the other thing is like, if you want to plan more than one treat for your day, like there might be some days where, it is like, you know, you've got a few different things on and you are like, it does make sense to have more treats. And so it's up to you to find that balance, but I would just recommend like um, at least one, but if you want to plan in more, absolutely go for it. Um, okay. It was Kira. Awesome. Okay. One
2: thing I wanted to, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but I, I think I'll do the app. Cause I could get a little precious with the journal. I'll be like, I'm going to get a new journal for this and be too precious about it. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. up like yeah. So I think the app for me might be a good, just, just <laughs> don't be precious.
0: D- yeah. And the <laughs> other cool thing with doing the app is like, so I, in terms of actually we'll, we'll talk more about that in the, um, when we do our, our habit recipes and just make it my full of time. Um, okay. So um, we might move on. We're going to come back to the daily practice when we do our, um, our habit, our habit recipes. So um, the next part of our process though, is T tra- for tracking progress and, why we want to track progress is a like it just when we what gets measured gets improved so if we um, if we aren't aware of our weight like the number on the scale it's like really like it makes it so much harder to know if we're doing like if we're on the right track because it takes a long like a lot longer before we see the difference in how our clothes fit um, and how we feel in our bodies and it's the other thing I love the reason I love tracking is that it is an opportunity for you to really se- uh, for us to really separate our self-worth with our weight. And that, that the 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 way we track it's um, um it's not just weighing. So there's there's three op- there's there's three different types of tracking that we can use. First is like the the first habit I'm going to get you to do is to weigh start weighing weighing yourself every day. And we're going to talk more about that. So if you've got fears about that, that's okay. And then the second type of tracking we're going to do is a progress quiz, which I've actually, um, we've, we're going to do now in a, in a second. So that, and that's to track our habits and our mind mindset part. And the third part of um, tracking is that you can track like actions that you take. Like, so what well, an example of that is So when we do our, we're actually going to do a, Um, a challenge together with our daily practice to build that habit and I've got a star chart for you so that you're actually we're going to track like which when you do it so you get to tick it off or put a sticker on each day and that and the reason why tracking is really helpful is also like what is like when we feel that sense of accomplishment of oh I did that like that gives us a little dopamine hit and that's a little celebration so it keeps us motivated to keep going so. It, our minimum version of tracking, though, so the progress quiz is something that I'll we will do in the group um, at the end of each month on, on our journey together. So you don't need to worry about managing that. Um, the the thing, the really key thing is to this this thing this idea of weighing starting to the first habit I want you to build in terms of tracking is this habit of weighing yourself every day and recording the number, um, and The reason we want to do this is um, it's more immediate feedback. It helps you learn what works and what doesn't. And uh, with all the people that I've worked with, everyone says, like, they start out not wanting to do this and then after they do, like, build that habit, they're really grateful for it. Um, Like, it's, it's kind of crazy. So if you're feeling like, oh, I don't want to weigh myself, just know that, it's, it's a really powerful positive thing to be doing and we want to weigh ourselves daily versus weekly or monthly or you know whatever less frequently because if you're just don't doing it once, so, so that your weight naturally fluctuates every single day. And if you wait and if you're so it's always going up and down, up and down, right? Just because there's so many components that impact it. And so if you're you just don't get enough data if you're only doing it once a week or once a month, um, so you can it can be misleading. Whereas if you're doing it every day, you're getting enough data for to actually see real trends. And what we're looking for is the trend, like if because it, it's going to fluctuate every day but it's like is that is that fluctuation stable is it going up is it going down um so and the biggest thing that resistance that people come up with is like yeah you know, but what if i don't want to obsess about my weight and the thing is that fearing and avoiding the scale doesn't make you any less of a slave to it and If you want to stop obsessing, what you want to do is step on the scale every day without feeling shame or pride. Um, Yes. Okay.
1: So, yeah, how's everyone feeling about this? Is everyone, um, because I know this can be a big thing. Terrified, (laughs) says Krista. Yeah. Okay, I just, I just am terrified thundle?
2: because I've had experiences of like weighing myself and then not weighing myself for three months and doing all these things to lose weight. And then the scale was the exact same. That's where I'm a little bit Yeah, was,
0: like, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we want to just like, yeah, having that, like the daily thing is really the key because it, it just separates and we want to, and the, we want to just bring curiosity into it. Like this is an opportunity for me to learn. Yeah. Um, so um, in terms of scale recommendations, I actually use Fitbit, have a, um, a scale that like is, so you can get like smart scales that are linked to an app and so it actually is linked to the internet so it automatically logs my, um, yes, logs my, um, graphs my way so that works really well. Um, Samantha said I started this a few weeks ago and was surprised by how quickly the scariest has gone away. I never thought I'd be able to do it. So yeah, just keep an open mind.
1: Um, and, but if you feel like this is really something you um, yes. Okay. Great one. Mandy said, I'm more keen to make adjustments based on
0: how I'm feeling rather than getting attached to a number. And so, yeah, great. And so you can do that. Like and just but what the the recommend like how you want to do that, Mandy is still weigh yourself but just remind yourself before you get on is like this is just data. this is just information. It's like I'm just doing this to learn and bringing curiosity into it. So um, Christine said she, yeah, so you want to do it at the same time of day. you want to do it first thing in the morning wearing the same thing. so I do it like when I get off the um, yeah. Like yeah, when I get off this when I go to so I get up, go to the loot, sit on the loot, get out my journal, do my daily practice, then I you know flush, wash my hands, and go to um and weigh myself before I get dressed for the day. So but we just want to bring curiosity to it. and so, Marisa, if you're feeling fearful about your judgment, perfect, like just bring that up for coaching, like just and just notice. Um, okay, and so I'm gonna. Go into like all the things that cause weight fluctuations. Um, in the um, in one of the in the not next week but the week after. So we'll we'll go into this. We'll come back to this idea of weighing ourselves every day, in um, in a few like in a future call. And Curry's asked, um, should we just write down the number or graph it um, somehow to see a trend? Yeah, like if you can, um, you can just write it down. But if like actually there's apps that you can use that actually graph it for you like that's more helpful i think to be able to see that see the trend um pre or post coffee yeah you want to do it before you have anything to eat or drink So, so it's the same every every day um okay so let's like this is a big big thing so don't just know that just keep an open mind with it um okay so i'm just let's go through so next we're going the other part to tracking is our progress quiz. so we're going to do an exercise now where we'll do our progress quiz um and um yes so there's what we're going to do is rate ourselves on a scale of one to five one being i rarely do this um i've just pasted it in the chat there so one is i never do this Two is I rarely do this. It's a struggle. Three is sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Four is I do it more often than not. Five is I do this confidently and consistently. Um, So, and then our questions are, so if you've got that down. So the first question is, um, so I put my cutlery down between bites. So one, I never do this. Two, I rarely do it. It's a struggle. Three, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Four, I do it more often than not. And five, I do this confidently and consistently. So just first number that come, pops into your head is the number that we want to go with.
1: So that's number one.
0: Yeah, so you can um, type in the chat or if you want to write it on paper that too, that's that's cool. Um, and so we've got 14 questions to, to get through. Number two is I eat without distractions, So that's maximizing the pleasure of
1: food. Number three, I pause and check in with my tummy halfway through the meal. Number four is I leave food on my plate when I'm satisfied. I'm just remember, like this is the first, the very beginning one. So
0: if you're like writing yourself, like I never do this, I never do this, I never do this, perfect, because that means there's like heaps of opportunity to go up um okay number five i do my five minute daily practice exercise so you should be all one i never do this because it's just a new concept i've introduced you to um six i enjoy proper meals
1: and intentional snacks um good to see some ones there seven i plan a treat every day
0: eight i'm aware of my self-talk and coach myself in the moment Nine, I make, in, and so again, let's, this self-coaching is should be a one, like it's not something that you're, well, you may have some awareness around it, but yeah, just like low scores now are good. Um, nine, I make intentional choices
1: in the moment. Ten is I weigh myself with curiosity and record the number. Eleven, I include
0: protein in every meal. 12, I'm able to feel negative emotion without buffering with food. 13, I review my day and think about what I want to do differently. And 14, I celebrate my tiny wins. And so um, you can total that up. So it's a total out of 70. And just know, just keep your score. Somewhere where you can come back to it. I'm actually going to be sending you all um, in the mail the Naturally Healthy Club Playbook, which has this. uh um, oh, Mandy, 13 was I review my day and think about what I want to do differently. Um, so, the, the Naturally Healthy Club Playbook, you're going to get that in the mail and that has the progress quiz. So, future quizzes you'll be able to record when you get your playbook, you can um, put it in there. Um, yes. So, and so, yeah, no judgment, just this is where it is, where you're at now, just knowing that when the most like what's going to be interesting is how that number changes out of time. Yeah. So Merit said 31 out of 70. Brilliant. Perfect. Room for improvement. Okay. So we've got five minutes now, four minutes now to do our tiny habits exercises. Um, so we're going to do our recipes for our tiny habits. And so if you remember back to our process, it's L-I-T for listen to our bodies, make intentional choices and track progress. So um, um, can we find that? Oh, yeah, Jennifer, the progress quiz is in the bonus resources in Circle. So, um, yes, you can find it online. So everything that we do, it's posted in, in the group as well in Circle. And so, yeah, the progress quiz is in there um under bonus resources i posted it the other day okay so exercise our tiny habits recipes if you remember with um with habits we want to be really we actually like in order to form a new habit right creating a recipe for each habit is how we're going to do that and so we've got our three three habits that we're going to be um going to be doing so for the first habit for listen to our, our tommy is this uh, habit of putting our cutlery down um, the second habit is going to be um, i for making intentional choices so that's going to be our daily practice five minute journal habit and then the third habit that we're going to build now is weighing ourselves every day um so our recipe so w- the recipe for the um, the cutlery down habit is basically i'm going to give this to you because it's the same for all of us, but it's like when I put food in my mouth, so very specific, like when I put food in my, when I put that food in my mouth, I want you to imagine, like got a fork, food's going in. But imagine it's something really yummy. Um, maybe it's like a spoon of ice cream. and I put that spoon of ice cream in my mouth, I'm going to put the cutlery chopsticks or if I'm having a burger, I'm going to put the burger down and chew thoroughly while I enjoy that bite. So when I put, I'll just, paste this into the chat and i'll um i'll paste it the the i'll put these recipes with the um with the replay as well if you want to come back to them but that's our first recipe so how does everyone feel about that as a recipe like is that really clear on what what you're doing and when um if you're eating chopsticks chopsticks put the chopsticks down
1: yeah everyone's feeling great great does anyone have any concerns about that one Okay, awesome. Um, and then our next our next habit recipe is
0: for our daily practice. So this one is you are going to need to write it out for yourself, and so maybe write write it in the chat. So the format is when very dot dot dot. So um, I'll give you some examples. So like when I um, it could be like when I turn. So mine is when i um when I sit down on the loo in the morning, I will open up my um I open up the five minute journal app um, and write, I'm becoming naturally healthy and write down one treat for the day. Um, so yours might be when I sit down and take after I take my first sip of my morning coffee, I will open up my journal and do it in then, or it might be, um, you know, when I turn my alarm off in bed in the morning, I'm going to open up the five minute journal app before I like as, after I turn the phone my after I turn the alarm off. Um, it, so just to have a think about like what would make sense for you, Mary's um, like when I use my planner to plan my day, I will write my daily practice in my journal. Fantastic. Yeah. So when I open up my planner to plan my day, perfect. And
1: so you want to get it as specific as possible. Okay. Type in the chat. Who else has got an example? Um, Okay. Is this for weighing and daily practice? This is for,
0: this is the daily practice habit. So when are you going to do your daily practice habit and what's that going to look like? marit said can you repeat that the app walks you through actually so marit i might just um i'll post that with the replay of like what the app walks you through so um, because not everyone's going to be using that app i'll just um, make a note to do that um so nicole nicole said when i drop my son off at the bus stop i will plan my day in my journal so that's a that's a good start Nicole but I'd actually get more specific of it are you going to like do it in the car like after he closes the door at the bus stop or after he gets on the bus like the more specific you can be the better. Um, Marisa said when I have my coffee so it's like after I take my first sip of the coffee or like Marisa like getting really because you want to be able to really imagine yourself doing it so thinking about that that flossing habit he was wasn't just like after I floss my teeth wash brush, brush my teeth he was like when I put the charger back my toothbrush back in the charger um yes yes yeah and um curious said can I have a backup time absolutely yeah if you need to have like two different times like go for it yeah so like yeah and also just keep an open mind like an experiment because there's going to be times where um this you know it doesn't make like you, you might take you a few times to to find the right time
1: um okay great yeah when I sit on the loo yeah well i do it every morning and i've like
0: actually got a streak of doing my daily practice every day for 600 days because it's like every time that's the first thing i get up i go to the loo um great yes vicky's gone after i take my medic morning medication I will sit down at the desk in my bedroom and write my journal in the plan with my in pen. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Okay. Great. Great. Okay. So that's um, when I drink my morning tea, I will complete my daily practice. Samantha. Yeah. So when I take my first sip of my, um, after I take my first sip of my um, morning tea. Perfect. Um, When my son leaves for school, I will write my journal okay so marissa like is it like are you going to be doing it like after he like after the door closes like like the more specific you can get the the better um yes right jill's like when i bring my morning coffee back um to drink in bed that sounds amazing <laughs> i will um open the journal my journal perfect great so that's our um our daily practice Tiny habit recipe, and then we want to do the same recipe for well, not the same recipe. We want to do the same exercise for when you're going to weigh yourself. So, um, so when I when dot dot dot, I will weigh myself and record the number. Whatever. Um. Yes, Amy's like when I unplug my phone in the morning, I will open the app and complete the morning practice. Fantastic. Um, And so, yeah, your minimum requirement, Amy, is I'm just going to open the app. And if I've opened the app, then that's a win for the day. I'm going to tick that off for the day. Okay, so, yeah, everyone, now in terms of weighing yourself, like when when are you going to do that? So it might be like when I take my clothes off before I get in this, like to have a shower in the morning, or it might be like after you go to the loo in the morning, um, after I've used the restroom, there we go, Samantha. I will weigh myself immediately weigh myself fantastic yeah so after I you know wash my hands yeah I'll weigh myself then
1: who else has got a thought about when they're going to weigh themselves Okay. After I go to the loo
0: first thing in the morning, I will wash my hands and weigh myself wearing my birthday suit. <laughs> excellent, excellent, fantastic. Yeah, that's like that's the best time. We're linking it to shower time when you're going to be. Um. Yes, brilliant, deals While the hot uh, so after I turn on the hot water tap while I'm waiting for the what like the warm water to come through, I weigh myself in the bathroom. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, and so th- those of you that are like, "Oh, I'm not sure if I should weigh myself," like just I want you to just treat it as an experiment of like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen if I just commit to doing this for one week?" And if you are like if you're not willing to experiment, if you're like thinking, "No, this isn't for me." Is anyone thinking like, "No,
1: I don't want to weigh myself, I really this not, is not for me.": Come on. Kind of, says Mandy. So if you okay, cool Mandy. So
0: um so maybe for any of those of you that are like, no, I really don't want to. Um, yeah, because of that feeling. And the thing is that like what the, 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 the really surprising thing with weighing yourself every day is that it's it's like the opposite of what you'd expect. Rather than getting caught up with the number, it actually helps you know for sure where you're at and I approach it with like this curiosity and fun of like like and if I've had like a I know I've ever eaten the day before I'm like oh I wonder like how how, like what's the damage going to be like I just bring that curiosity to it but it just takes all the guesswork out of it and I know like before I used to weigh myself every so I've been weighing myself every day for like probably 10 years but before I used to do that like I would never know like I'm and I'd always be like Oh, am I gaining? Am I not? Am, am I clothes fitting? Are they, like, are they feeling tighter? Are they not? And it would just be, or if someone like I'd run into a friend that I hadn't seen for a while, and they'd be like, "Oh, Jules, are you still running?" In my brain, like, they'd they'd just be asking because I knew I used to run, like I run, like. But in my brain, I'd be like, "Oh, they think I'm fat. Like, that's why they're asking if I'm like, you know, if I'm still running or not. They think I've stopped because I'm getting all this weight." And it just like there was so much drama in my head around whether I was getting weight or not, like and then when whereas when I started I was like well I actually know exactly where I'm at um and so it really like I know that it can feel scary and it can feel kind of intuitive but it really makes a big difference like it really just takes that drama out of it and um yeah yeah so and so just yeah go Marisa
2: I just like I think one thing that resistance for me is that, like I lift weights and I'm nearly six feet tall. and so, like all those things affect that number. and yeah. so it's like I'm just gonna let's say I'm four hundred pounds, just be, let's be playful with this, yeah okay. and, <laughs> you know what I mean, and so, um, lifting weights and I've got the muscle, and so will I actually lose? Numbers on the scale, if like no matter what I'm doing with my weights, you know what I mean? So that I would become 380. So I'm just curious, like how that. Yeah. And
0: let's like, let's just keep it curious and what it like the number. Okay. And it's like the actual, the real, absolute number doesn't matter. Like, and it's just doesn't.
2: Like, okay. I need yeah. to hear that over and over again. The yeah. actual number doesn't matter. doesn't matter.
0: And it's like, and it's not something that you're going to be sharing with the group. Like, it's like, it's just something that this is just for you to learn. This is just for you to have that feedback. And like I lift weights too, Marissa. And so, yeah, like, I guess like there is that thing of when you're putting on more muscle, like you can be changing your body composition and not seeing the number on the scale change that much. But it's like there's still value in doing it and just being totally cool with wherever it's at. And like, really, like if you're like, if you're bodybuilding, like maybe you might be like gaining so much muscle that it's going to be like this huge spike on the scale. But like, I woke up a fair bit and like, it's my weight's been really constant, like for years. Okay. Um, That's super helpful. Yeah. Great. And Kari said, she's the same right there with you, Marissa. And it's like, yeah, like, and this is numbers just for you. And actually I wanted to mention like, so this isn't the biggest loser where we're going to be posting. Like numbers in the group of like, oh, I lost this, I lost that. Like, this is just for you to keep to yourself, just as a private thing. So nobody else needs to know about it. Um, yeah. And actually, so like, um, Joan or um, or Mary, like, or Kim, like, if you can, like, did you want to share? Would you mind share? Actually, Mary, you're on camera. Would you mind sharing your experience of weighing yourself every day? Because it's not just so. It's not just coming from
3: me. Yeah, I. I had been doing WW before and I would weigh myself weekly and sometimes I'd weigh myself in between, but it was always such a drama, like, okay, I'm only going to weigh myself on Tuesdays and then I'll like starve myself Monday and I'll feel good about myself on Tuesday and then I'll eat like crazy. And then, you know, and so when we started the Natural Healthy Club, because this is my second session, um... I started weighing every day and I thought this is going to be a bummer. And, and it, it actually, um, it, it worked really well. I mean, it's, it got to where, you know, I still had, I can't say that there weren't days when I jumped up, you know, from having had a big meal or something that I didn't feel bad about myself. There were certainly days when I did that. And I asked for coaching from you uh, about, around that. And there were, certainly were the opposite days where I had dropped. And then I was like, ah, I'm the most wonderful person in the world. (laughs) Um, but, um, but the more I do it, the more I see the ups and downs and it, it, yeah, it just becomes like, Oh yeah. Well, of course it's that way. I had beef last night, you know, like, or I ate, um, I knew I planned ahead for that. I knew I was going to have a big meal, Um, on Saturday night. And so I'm not surprised that Sunday looks like this, you know, so it, and it's definitely, it was also learning. I think you coached someone else about this learning that it does show up pretty quick. Like it's not, it's up or down. It's not like Oh, I have to remember what I ate three days ago because now it's showing up. It's like no, it's it's really responsive, and so that was a that was been a good thing. So I do weigh myself every day and it, and I track it every day, and and it's gotten to be it's not not a big deal. It's just information.
0: Yay, awesome! Thank yeah. you, Mary. Yeah, good to come from not not just me. And Marie's saying said in the chat like she weighses self because it's data i like data there we go that's it that's a helpful thought <laughs> um yes okay um amy said when i'm getting out socks and undies to get dressed in the morning i will weigh myself and jot down the number of my papers scale is next to my dress up perfect great okay so we're running, going a bit over time here but i want to get this all
1: done in the first in this first session um I resisted, yes. And Joan, Joan's saying I resisted for several
0: months to start with. But Joan, you weigh yourself now, don't you? Um, can now cannot imagine not doing it. So there we go, there we go. Um, actually, Joan, are you able to talk? Would you want to just share that experience?
4: Yeah. Hi, Jules. Um, you know, it's been so long ago that I don't remember what month it was I started in, but I think it was in the fall of your right, um, right, right. Interview. And it took me until January 1st and I thought, well, I'm just going to weigh myself every day. And I did and wrote it down. I have an app actually that I put it in because I don't have a digital scale. Oh yeah, what's your
0: app, John? Oh,
4: let me take a look here. But anyhow, um, I can't imagine not weighing now. Mm, Because now and then I will skip a day And that makes me anxious now to skip because by then day two, it's like, oh boy, you know, I better make sure that I kind of know where I'm at that it's, it's almost reversed itself or before I used to be anxious about weighing. Now I'm anxious not to. Yeah. Like you
0: actually want to have the information. Yeah.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The app is called AKTI. BMI. Ah, uh, yeah we got that from lisa strandling it's just very very easy to there do. we go
0: yeah there we go so if anyone wants that up there's there's other ones there's one's called happy scales okay yeah. thanks jan that's, that's so that's so. yeah that's like just for those of you that are like just keep an open mind and just get curious and like you can try it and then if you really decide you hate it you can go look i tried these jewels not for me like you know but i'd recommend like give it a couple of weeks and see how it goes and also be willing to like ask for coaching on it if you find that it is bringing up stuff okay
2: I think also, um jules one thing is it's so refreshing to be able to say hey i actually want the scale to go down and lose weight because there's almost a trend now to like it's not okay to want to lose some weight
0: right right
2: you know, right. So it's kind of yeah. like, oh, I can accept this about I genuinely want to lose some weight, and that's okay. And that's why we're here. And so it's okay to, you know, there was so much messaging that's not okay. Get rid of the scale, yeah. accept yourself, self love, you yeah. know. Yeah. And it's like, of and it
0: doesn't, and also, yeah, that it doesn't have to be this either or thing, where so that that you're like, you're either totally accepting of myself and like not looking at any data, or I'm like, not except What we want to do is actually accept ourselves. And have the data, and like, and like, it's yeah, like it's a, like a radically different idea. But um, actually, I didn't mention like there's a um, nat- national weight registry that um, in the US that tracks people who've lost more than thirty pounds, I think, and have kept it off for two years. And like eighty or ninety percent of those people weigh that, like, who've done that weigh themselves. So yeah, like and it's like yeah. So we, it's okay. To want to be different and but also like accept ourselves from where we're, we're at as well so it's like yeah like it's yeah I can see why people think that it would be better not to but it's actually a, kind of a counterintuitive um masha said I'm I'll start right after I get home from Japan brilliant
1: I'm so jealous of your trip to Japan Masha. um um okay okay Um, Oh Yeah. Christine said, um, I take medication early in the morning um,
0: with a full glass of water and then usually go back to bed. So I'm not sure what time would be best to weigh myself. Well, if if you're doing that every morning, Christine, then, you know, if that's your baseline that you have that water every morning, like that, that's perfect. And then, you know, just whatever, like after you go to the loo, like later on, whatever suit, like time fits in. So it's like, just keeping it consistent so that the the keeping your morning routine as consistent as possible so like if you have had breakfast you don't want to go and weigh yourself then because that's going to but like if you're just having a glass of water and you're doing that every day it's totally fine okay great so and then our final thing before we wrap up this first hour that i'm like going gone way over on is just this idea of celebrating and <clears throat> So we've got our three habits of cutlery down, daily practice, weighing ourselves every day, and the other part to our habits is celebrating, like because we change best and we feel good. So we want to like get into the habit of like of speaking kindly to ourselves and acknowledging. So what I want you to do is like when you every time you do your daily practice, like when you remember to weigh yourself before you get on the scale, go look. I remember to weigh myself how about this or look at me being brave like trying something new so just like because the, the more you give yourself that positive reinforcement and that positive self-talk the more you're going to want to do it so um so how does everyone feel about celebration and like just and really it's just it's just noticing and giving yourself a little pat, pat on the back does anyone have any like
1: concerns about doing that or, or worries about doing that type in the chat or if you want to. Born to celebrate and do. <laughs> Excellent,
0: Marissa. So good. You're ahead of, ahead of the game. But some of, for some of it's not so much. Yeah. Um, it's not intuitive. Yeah, great. And so what we want to do Kari, is just recognize that, and it's just just notice, just like get into the habit of noticing. And I'll come back to this, and I'll remind you. But just notice, like, yeah, like when you remember to do your habit, just remember to give yourself a little. Hey, look, this is me remembering to do my naturally healthy habits. And when you complete it, also remember, like, look, I just did my daily practice for day. Look, this
1: this is good job. This is a this is a vote to for me becoming my naturally healthy um, self. Okay. Um, Marit saying, I think it's more that I forget to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll remind you. So we'll be talking a lot about
0: celebration as we go on. um It, but it, cause it does, it feels good. And there, there's always a way that you can do it in a way that feels so. For some of like being a really big cheerleader like, yay, look at me, I'm amazing. Like that's going to work. But for some of you, it just like, oh, yeah, good job. Like I did that. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's going to give you the same, same benefit. Okay. So just to recap. So first, so far, we've like, talked about tiny habits we've got our three-part process so lit listen intentional choices and tracking we've done our progress quiz um, and we've got our three tiny habits recipes and we've spoken about celebrating so we're going to take a five minute break now so it's um 20 past the hour now so we're going to come back at 25 past the hour And then we're going to delve into part two, which is all around my thoughts, create my results. So I will see you back here.
1: Is everyone cool with that? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, See you back here soon.